0: Good morning, ladies and
1: gentlemen. This is Tracy the Ace Breakman. Welcome to another episode of Your Success Last DNA. Those uh, daily needed attitude adjustments, daily needed actions that you need to get through your day, meet your goals, just help you muddle through it, all right? Yeah, you probably notice a little different tone in my voice, and that's purposeful. There's a reason behind it. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I want to get I want to get through the question of the day right away, and, I, and it kind of feeds into what's going on. Uh, today is what do you want or need to change? There's always something in our world that we want, or moreover, uh, what we need to change. And sometimes the need to change things is a is a little more necessary, even though we may not want to do it. And It's a uh, we need to do it. So just pause for a moment today, and maybe you know, maybe right after you finish listening to this podcast or whatever, or before you lay your head down on that pillow tonight, what is it you want or need to change in your world? And and answer the question quite honestly, because you're the only one that can really answer that question for yourself. You can get advice from loved ones and close personal friends, but you're the only one that can really. Uh, answer that question totally honestly to yourself and then start taking action for it. So today's topic is uh, kind of uh, change. I mean, uh, normally I will record these podcasts in the evening and put them up late at night so they're there for you when you first get up in the morning. Today it's uh, about 6.17 uh, this morning and this one's very impromptu. I was just sitting there having a chat with the lady of my life and uh, we were chatting about uh, my past brother. Uh, he, When I say past brother it means if you've listened to a couple of podcasts over the past few weeks. Uh, A couple of months, you know uh, my brother, Robert, uh, passed away not so long ago. I believe it was September 17th to be exact. Yeah, that would be a day burned indelibly into my mind. And uh, she was my anchor. Uh, She helped hold me up as I was helping his family uh, go through uh, their pain and while I was going through mine. And just this morning, something popped up and, you know, that uh, the pain resurfaced. And so I forgot to just share a little bit with you about finding some peace in the midst of your grief. I know I'm not the only one that goes through the loss of someone close. I mean, I, I lost my daughter uh, back in the mid-90s. She was only 16 months old and uh, I was able to find a very healthy process to get through that. And that process isn't working quite the same as in this time around. It's a different situation. I get that. Uh, so I wanted to share some strategies, how about that? Because, you know, in this, as, as grief confronts us, even the most emotionally hardy, stable, and grounded people, it, it's going to hit you hard. So you may feel like you're not able to handle it when you're facing the challenge. It's going to come with grief from time to time. And uh, I like to think I'm pretty emotionally sturdy. And I know right now, this morning, It's, it's, I'm fumbling through it a little bit. You probably hear it in my tone. I'm a little more uh, subdued than I usually am. Uh, Hopefully my personality will, will peek through a little bit and keep you, keep you here to listen through. You know, when it comes to grief, as hard as it may be to accept, any affliction or hurt or pain that you're experiencing, it shapes who you are. Because if you think about your past and the things that you've gone through previously, a couple of things have molded your character, molded you as a person. And those are usually sincerely, deeply, profound, happy moments. And on the other side of the spectrum, very painful times in your life. You made your way through those, through the fire of trials, right? To have molded you and. And, and, and forged you, so to speak. Right? You've made your way through the end of the tunnel. You've found the light, and you've followed it. Just the fact that you've made it where you to where you are right now, listening to this podcast right now, speaks volumes about your ability to overcome the worst in your world, right? And your ability to return to a happy and a peaceful state which is where I'm trying to return to. And, and I'll get there, and I'll probably get there later today for a time being, and then something else will pop up and it will remind me of Roberts, and or remind me of my daughter Krista, and I'll feel the pain and I'll remember the missing. Um, but then I'll flash back to all the great times we had.
0: Mm. Sorry.
1: <sighs> Over our 40-plus years, of being brothers if, like you like you hear me right now, you're finding it difficult to get through your grief on your own, I want to share with you some some ideas I have and I'm going to be using these myself, trust me, <laughs> right, as you can as you can tell, hold on to me catch myself, alright, first one is acceptance, this is a challenge for a lot of us because as difficult as it may be sounding, right now, if you're going through that pain right now like I am You'll need to take your best shot, your, <laughs> you just really take your best shot at accepting that something that is causing you, whatever it is, whether it's a death or the loss of a job, a divorce, just breaking up with someone, whatever it is that's causing your grief, bear in mind that you, that it's it's in the past. It's happened,
0: right? you can't change it
1: so take that and let me me back off for a second I want you to understand that accepting that it's in the past doesn't mean I'm telling you to be nonchalant about it I don't want you to be nonchalant about your, your hurt your pain because it's very very real I'm feeling it it's very real instead just realize the fact that it's already happened it's in the past you cannot change that fact Right? You haven't been given the power to change things that have already occurred. We're not that level of essential beings, right? <laughs> but you certainly can change how you deal with your feelings going forward. You can deal with the challenges that you're faced, whether they're emotional, financial, uh, situational, whatever it is. You can face those challenges going forward. Now, you're going to have to dig deep. Right, you're gonna have to reach down into your soul and find that strength within you to move forward, and you can do like I do, like I was doing this morning. Uh, seek the help of someone to help guide you through it. Right, someone that will, uh, with a with a a pure heart, listen to you, hold you, cuddle you, right, <laughs> pat your head, whatever it is. Uh, to help you give you another point of view, an understanding point of view. Sometimes you may need, need may need to even get to someone that's disconnected from the circumstance. Now, I'm not saying unfeeling. I'm saying disconnected. Because during grief and emotional times, there they are. There's the word, right? Emotional. Having someone that's disconnected from the circumstance can help... Um, re-ground you, right. so keep that in mind, sometimes being disconnected, I don't have a disconnected person, I don't think I need a disconnected person, because the person I have in Diane is definitely uh, helping me through this in a very effective way, number two, healing, you know, this is where we're all trying to get, it's important to spend time doing things that bring you some relaxation, because being in a grief mode, being in pain is stressful, so you want to you want to chip away at that stress so that you're able to cope as the days go by, right? So I want you to do find something that you find relaxing. Uh, could be cuddling in front of the TV, or as winter is approaching, cuddling in front of the fireplace, right? And just doing nothing. Uh, spend some time in meditation if that's what relaxes you. It relax your mind. And your heart, you got to do both, right? And your body, they all kind of follow suit. Uh, On the other side of the spectrum, there is exercise. Physical activity encourages your body to release endorphins that will literally lift your mood and help you feel better. Uh, I'm mentioning her a a number of times today, and obviously she's an anchor part of my life right now. Uh, Diane is a uh, a runner. She is a daily exerciser. Well, okay. Not Saturday, and Sunday, but she exercises a, a part of her world. And she was upset, um, oh, was it last week? Anyway, she was recently quite upset, a little emotional over, uh, it, it doesn't even matter. It was probably, no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, but she was in an emotional state, and she worked through it. We were chatting about it, and she got up and, you know, went through her exercise routine knowing full well that those endorphins were going to help her feel Feel better and then come out of that on the other side of that with a better ability to cope with the remainder of that emotion and stress at the time. So exercise, like I said, the physical activity encourages your body to release those endorphins will literally lift your mood and that's going to help you feel better. Okay? Now, here's the one. Forgive. Forgive yourself for whatever responsibility that you have hung on yourself. On the outcome of the situation, uh, I know uh, Robbie's ex-wife was was saying she had just seen him not so long ago, um, and was concerned about his health, and you know said, you know ma- made call of it to him, but didn't you know follow through as much as she thought she should. So she was kind of blaming him. His his death was rather abrupt. Um, his health was a um, a driving factor in it. So now she's. Kind of blaming herself for that. Well, health issues don't happen overnight. You know, they happen over a long period of time, and you just don't change that by saying, "Hey, look, you need to take better care of yourself, right?" So you need to try and accept that life, life's happenings are, are the result of something far greater than us, right? Whether it's a person's habits. Whether it's the universe or God or Allah or Buddha, whoever you want to uh, believe in, uh, I want you to forgive yourself in whatever responsibility you've given yourself in assuming the outcome of that situation, right? (sighs) Anyway, all right, now, here, the last couple here are are far more positive, and hopefully the tone will change a little bit here. Thanksgiving, this is one of my anchor strategies here. In in, in a time of grief, spend some time reflecting on all the blessings you have. And perhaps if it's a death of someone, in all the great times you spent together. All the the blessings that have crossed both your paths. See, if you commit to putting aside your feelings of pain for a moment, just, just set them. Don't forget them. Don't discount them, right? And just realize how much you truly have to be thankful for. Sometimes the blessings will far outweigh any tragedy, tragedy, good speaking, tragedies you have. Sometimes, not all the time. And if they don't outweigh the tragedy, they certainly will help you realize that while you're going through this pain, you have so much to still be thankful for. So, heck, you know me, I'm all about writing things down. Make a list of all the positives, uh, list the th- positives you have in your life. And if you don't think you have any, you're listening right now. So you have the ability to hear. And trust me, there are people out there that can't hear, that can't see, that can't speak. Heck, they can't even control their body sometimes. Imagine the stress that comes with that. And many of them will still look at you with a smile, even though they can't see you. They have the ability to exude this smiling aura about them. that You just can't help but to smile back. I'm thinking of a young man named Jalen out in California, someone that Diana's introduced me to, who has a number of physical difficulties, but his laugh, oh my God, he has sent me videos of his laugh, and it makes me laugh. Here's a young man that cannot see, has physical challenges that have him in a wheelchair, he'll never be able to go running and frolicking like I can. I'm thankful for that, and I'm also thankful for having known him through her because of that joy i feel coming off of him so make a list of all these little positives that you've witnessed that you have enjoyed in your life uh, and the lives of those you care about now sit back and just uh, i'm going to use the word meditate or plunder whatever whatever word you want to use i want to get too woo here on you but meditate on those feelings let them just become a part of who you are. Let them reside somewhere in the back of your mind so the next time you're, that grief is overtaking you, you can go there with your grief and you know mix the two together and, and come out of it a little better. And then here's one uh, with this whole Thanksgiving piece. Try and identify a lesson in the middle of all this. I know I've gotten two conscious lessons, and I'm sure I'll get more as time goes by in the grief. Uh, tends to uh, get chipped away at. Uh, Lesson number one, I need to make sure I take far better care of myself. I'm not too bad at taking care of myself, but certainly having my brother, uh, and literally I was just talking to him the night before it happened. And When I say the night before, I mean I was literally texting with him and talking with him at as late as 11 and he passed away at 6 a.m. that morning, the next morning. So it was that fast. Uh, it, it's it reminded me that we don't have as much time as we think we have, and we don't know when our time is coming. But if I can control some of that time by taking a little bit better care of myself, gosh dang it, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And it also reminded me of take the time to reach out to those that you love. Say hi. How are you doing? I miss you. And I love you. <laughs> sorry because you never know when that last time is going
0: to be do not let someone you care about doubt
1: that you care about them okay and that leads to the last one here I actually just I just kind of thought of this one just now as I was uh, trying to gather myself take positive action Take better care of myself is what I'm going to do. I've been reaching out to folks I've probably not talked to as much as I should have. Keeping more in touch with my daughters. My mom. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see my mom for Christmas. I haven't seen my mom since my dad passed away. Anyway, okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Gathered myself here. So... Lastly, um, okay, so you got Thanksgiving, all those tips there, and then take positive action. So, think about what what can you do to heal? What can you do to give thanks? What you can What can you do to reduce the stress on your mind and on your body? And what can you do to uh, kind of accept that you know you can't change what's happened? But how you deal with what's happened is is going to be far more the key, right? Uh, me, like I said, like I, if you, I don't know if you understand me in my uh, uh, weeping babbling there. Uh, I've been definitely keeping up with my daughters far more. I wasn't too lax in it, but certainly uh, not as good as I, I am right now. Every couple of days, if I haven't heard from them or seen them, certainly sending them a message. It's you know, a quick little test message. Hey, how you doing? I love you. Now, yeah, just a little comment to let them know I'm there. So if anything happens, the first person I think of is their dad, right? Gave my mom a call, chatted with her. Now that I'm up here in Wisconsin, it's literally just a five-hour drive, plan on going to see her. It's been Christmas with her. Like I said, I hadn't seen her since my dad passed away multiple years ago. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed to say how long it's been. It's awful. Going like the awful sun, so I'm switching that up, so that something happens to her, I won't have that regret. So here's the key: finding peace in the midst of all this grief. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be challenging. I know. I'm going through it right now. It's difficult in the beginning. There are no rules. I, I've done. I I went through the loss of my daughter, and the rules. I I was trying to apply them to this situation. And they're different. They don't work the same way. I found a very healthy avenue to let my grief out back then. I don't have that avenue now, so I'm trying a different one. And the, and and again, there's no rules for how long it's going to take for you to heal, right? There's so many variables: who it is that you've lost, why why you're grieving, what state you're in, what state you decide to remain in, right? However. If you remember, there's a, a reason and there's a season for everything. And then you've you've dealt with pain before, so you know you can do it, even though right now it feels like maybe the whole world is crashing down around you. You can you can deal. You can deal with it. I've done this before. I know you can, and I know I'll make it through this. See, your feelings of hurt and pain, yeah, they have no plans of lasting forever if you don't let them. So as you practice some of these strategies and maybe think of a couple of new ones yourself, and if you think of one that works for you or you know one that works for you, you tell me, you send me a message, tracy at yoursuccessatlast.com or tracy at successatlas.com or leave a comment underneath this podcast, right? Tell me what your strategies are. I will happily share them with, with the rest of the world. So as you practice these strategies or your strategies to heal, you'll be able to realize that your grief and you can find true peace. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do with think successfully and take action and feel better. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.